heard before and is to prepare you is to let us reorient ourselves in the pursuit of our Christian walk. Amen. A lot of us don't see the value of walking with God. We we don't actually appreciate Christianity. It's like we don't see the reward of being a Christian. Um, You can live a life where you compare yourself with others. Others who are in the world, others who are doing what they want to do, and yet they seem to be okay. God has not killed them. God seems to be blessing them more. They seem to be happier. They seem to be, I mean, I heard a preacher preaching. I was so sad. He was saying that, um, why is it that we say that when somebody becomes born again, he enters into spiritual warfare. But when he wasn't born again, he was free. So where is the freedom? And I'm like, no, this is just an evil logical reasoning. Amen. There is always a battle between light and darkness. The battle is going to go on as long as you take a stand for the Lord. There is going to be contention over your destiny. The battle will be between light and darkness. Today I'm teaching on heavenly crowns for believers. Heavenly crowns for believers. I thought you should be clapping. (laughs) Heavenly crowns for believers. Heavenly crowns for believers. Mark chapter 10 verse 28 to 31. Mark chapter 10, verse 28 to 31. Then Peter began to say unto him, Lo, we have left all and have followed thee. Verse 29. And Jesus answered and said, Verily I say unto you, There is no man that has left house or brother or sisters or father or mother or wife or children or lands for my sake and the gospels but he shall receive an hundredfold now in this time houses and brethren and sisters and mothers and children and lands with persecutions and in the world to come eternal life. 31. But many that are first shall be last and the last shall be first. What the Bible is trying to tell us is that there are things we will receive whilst on earth as rewards. And they are things that we will receive after we depart from this place. And the things that we will receive on earth are perishable. But the ones that we will receive as rewards after our days on earth is over are eternal and they are incorruptible. Can I hear a big amen? So following God has both benefit here on earth 
and then benefit in heaven. I want you to look at the verse 28 again. We are going to read it together. This is Peter. So you put yourself in the shoes of Peter asking Jesus this question. So I want you to read from verse 28 to 31 yourself again. One to go. No, 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 no. You are not reading, no. Please. One, two, go. Some of you are struggling to read the Bible. Do you understand the last verse? The Bible said that, but many that are first shall be last, and the last shall be first. You see, when you become born again for a long time, if you don't take care, you will forget about the eternal uh, value of becoming born again. And those that are now joining the kingdom, they take it personal. Before you realize, you that you have been in the church for a long time, you are last. And those who just entered the kingdom begin to follow God with wild passion and wild faith. So you realize that people come to church and then with time, they begin to grow cold. It's scripture. Because familiarity sets in and we lose focus of what should be eternal and what should be more important to us, we begin to cry for things that should perish. Now, there are crowns that will be given to some believers when we get to heaven. Not all believers will receive crowns in heaven. Follow the teaching. There are about, when you read the Bible, there are about five crowns the Bible has spoken of. We don't know if there are some. When we get to heaven, we will know. But those that are in the New Testament, they are numbered to be five. Say five. Say five. And these crowns are going to be given to certain believers who will end it. It's not every believer that will get the crown. These crowns are likened to trophies that are given to athletes or, or, or teams when they win a competition. So there is something that you must overcome in order to end this crown. Are you following me? There will be an award night in heaven. When we get to heaven, there will be an award night. They will call people, oh, They'll call you Benedicta. They'll call you Emilia. Then, depending on what you were able to achieve as a believer, you will get a particular crown. Please follow the teaching. I'm not going to rush at all. God will be rewarding his children for their excellence and their labors in the kingdom. By grace are we saved through faith. But we also know that faith without work is dead. So what type of faith saves a man? 
is the kind of faith that produces works. So if you become born again and you don't have works to show, you are dead. A Christian who does not have works to show for his faith in God is likely to be dead. Hebrews chapter 6 verse 10. Hebrews chapter 6 verse 10. For God is not unrighteous to forget your work. So Paul was speaking to the church and he was talking about work. So he said, God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love, which ye have shown towards his name, in that ye have ministered to the saints and you do minister. So there is going to be reward for what you do for God. God is going to reward us. The question you need to ask yourself is whether you are doing things that will earn God or earn you a reward from God. As a Christian, the question is, what have you done for God? What has your faith yielded? What have you been able to achieve in your Christian work with God? You have to have works to show. I pity Christians who say, oh, I am saved by grace and that is all. No. There must be something to show because God will be rewarding his people one day in heaven and your works is going to count. Your work is going to count. Our works is going to count. Jesus said, I work the works of my father. You need to have works. There must be a proof of your Christianity. And there are crowns God is going to give to people who earn those crowns. Some will not have any crown at all. May you have a crown. I said, may you have a crown. I said, may you have a crown. Your labor of love is of interest to God. Your labor of love. Our labor of love is of interest to God. God is appraising our Christian work. God is appraising our Christian life. God is appraising our faith life. God is appraising our faith work. God is appraising our faith history. You have to have works for God to appraise. Because when we get to heaven, there will be crowns that will be given to some people. And I'm going to show you the type of crowns so that you will have it as an ambition. An ambition to get one of, at least one of these crowns when you get to heaven. Somebody say a big amen. amen. We have so many ambitions and we hardly have ambitions for eternal things. Etern- may, may you have an ambition for eternal rewards. 
in the name of Jesus. I said, may you have an ambition for eternal rewards in the name of Jesus. I pray that as I teach on this subject, you will be well motivated to, to, to desire eternal rewards and eternal crowns in the name of Jesus. Now, when we enter into heaven, number one, the crown, the, the, the first crown the Bible mentions is the crown of righteousness. Say the crown of righteousness. Oh, say the crown of righteousness. Oh, say the crown of righteousness. I cannot feel you. Say the crown of righteousness. Second Timothy chapter 4, verse 7 to 8. Second Timothy chapter 4, verse 7 to 8. The Bible said, I have fought a good fight. Who is speaking? Who is speaking? Hey, Bible. Who is speaking? I can't hear. Paul. So he said, I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Henceforth, there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord the righteous judge shall give me at that day and not to me only but unto all them also that love his appearance. Say the crown of righteousness. Say the crown of righteousness. This crown will be given to those who will live a good and righteous life for God whilst they are in their flesh. So whilst we become born again. Those who are going to live a good and a righteous life for God, they shall receive this crown. Follow the teaching. We have all been made the righteousness of God. Immediately you receive Christ into your life, you become the righteousness of God. Unfortunately, many have dwelt there. All we hear them preach is that I am the righteousness of God. You are the righteousness of God. You don't need to do anything to become. Nobody is saying that you need to do something to become the righteousness. No, you don't do anything to become the righteousness of God. But when you become the righteousness of God, you need to live the righteous life. Do you understand that? So, you don't become born again by works. You become born again by faith. Grace through faith. So, when you say, Lord Jesus, I accept you into my life. I accept that I'm a sinner. Cleanse me into my life. Write, write my name in the book of life. And from today, I declare, immediately become born again. So, from that point, you become the righteousness of God. Not by your works, but by the, the uh, um, God imputing the finished works of Christ on you. But when you become born again, you, you and I know, you and I know that they are Christians and they are Christians. The crown of righteousness will be given to men and women who live good and righteous lives. I thought you'd be clapping. (laughs) 
2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21. For he has made him to be sin for us, who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. So, Jesus made us the righteousness of God. So, when God looks at you, he doesn't look at you. He sees the, the, the finished works of Christ. So, you become a child of God just because you receive Jesus as your Lord and personal Savior. But, you see, the second dimension of righteousness is for us to live a good and a righteous life as children of God. And that is what will earn you the crown of righteousness. Without that life, without the living of the righteous life, you won't get the crown. And many people are in church, they are not living a good and a righteous life. Follow the teaching. There are Christians who are righteous before God, but they are not righteous in their lifestyle. But those who will get this crown are those who are righteous before God and they are righteous in their living with men. They are in church, but they are serious fornicators, serious scammers, serious adulterers, serious alcoholics, serious drug addicts, immoral, disloyal, they are the righteousness of God, they don't live a righteous life. They won't get that crown. They are children of God, probably, but God is not happy with their lifestyle. Hello? Are you here? They are, these are things that most of us should have known long time, but you know, the charismatic system is such a way that if you don't take care of some of these things, you will not know. So you will not understand why some messages are preached for you to live a correct life. Because this crown will be given to people who live a good and a righteous life. It's not easy to live a good and a righteous life. So when you are able to live it whilst in the flesh, when you get to heaven, they will give you a crown of righteousness. Can I hear a big amen? amen. Can I hear a bigger amen? amen? There is no man who is perfect. But God knows those who are trying to live a righteous life. Do, do you understand that? There is no man who is perfect. But God actually knows those who are trying to live a righteous life. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8 and James chapter 2 verse 26. He said, For by grace are ye saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, it is the gift of God. So salvation is what? Salvation is what? 
So go to James 2.26. Quickly. He said, for as the body without spirit is dead, so faith without works is dead also. Hello? Do you understand it? You see how you see a dead body? Faith without works is like a dead body. It has no value. So if we say we have faith, we must show it by our works. So if you are having a Christian faith, you must have a Christian lifestyle. Simple. I thought you are clapping. That crown will only be given to Christians who live a good and a righteous life. Do the right thing at your best and do the right thing as often as you can. That is the lifestyle of the righteous man. Doing the right thing at your best and doing it as often as you can. We all know what is right and we all know what is wrong. Choose to do the right thing as often as you can. Give the Lord a mighty clap of it. God wants us to choose the right over wrong when we face temptations. It is not easy. It's not easy. That is why those who choose to live a righteous life will receive the crown of righteousness. If we can engage the Holy Ghost, he will help us to live this righteous life. Romans chapter 8, verse 26. Let's do fast, 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 fast. Likewise, the Spirit also helped our infirmities. Stop there. So the Holy Spirit should help us in our weakness. So you don't say me, my problem is that I just like women. <laughs> I love God. But you see, these women, they worry me. Maybe that is how I am. No. <laughs> I like God. I like church. But this alcohol thing. I think this is how I am. No. The Holy Ghost was given to us so that he, to, he will help our infirmities. So if you have an infirmity, that is why the Holy Spirit came. And if you can engage him more, you can live a better life as a Christian. We know believers who are righteous down to the very core of their personalities. Don't you know some Christians that you can vouch for that this one is a Christian? Let me see. There are people you know that this one is a Christian. And there are people too you know that though he goes to church, he doesn't look like a Christian. Even us, we can tell the difference. You think God cannot tell the difference. 
there is, you are not wasting your time for living for the right things. I thought you'd clap. There are Christians you know. You know that this one is a Christian. These people, when you walk with them, when you talk to them, when you live with them, when you listen to them, when you hear them speak, you even as a human being, you say that no, this one is a Christian. And sometimes we are tempted to call them angels. Hmm. There is a life you can, you see, the way the world is, you can decide to live any kind of life. Nobody can catch you. After 18 years, nobody can do anything. Hmm. But God is watching. He's appraising us. Pastor, it's not easy. The way I'm, I can hear somebody saying it in his head. That is why they will give crown to people who live the righteous life. <laughs> you, you don't lift the World Cup when you just win your first group match. You don't lift it up. That is why when they say these ones are the world champions, you know you have to finish group, group stage, go and play knockout, play quarterfinals, play semifinals, play finals. So by the time you are lifting it, so it's not easy. As for entering the kingdom, it's very easy. It's by grace. I love you, God. I love you, God. You are inside. <laughs> but when you get inside, you must become a disciple. And you can only become a disciple by commitment and by staying under a master. That is why you cannot be a disciple, Bolivia, when you don't stay under a pastor. You can't. Because the word disciple is translated an apprentice. How can you be an apprentice without a boss? It's not possible. So you see that your pastor has the right to even call you. Have you paid your tithe? What is he doing? He's coaching you. He's leading you. He's, 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 he's molding you to become a disciple. Sometimes maybe a pastor can raise offering. Then maybe you say, how many people can give 500 Ghana? Then you come and say, oh, you do. No, you can't. You have to give 1,000 cities. <laughs> that is discipleship. Your pastor can push you to do more. Oh, good. come and lead prayer. Hey, me, I can't stand there. I can't, I can't stand and look at people. Pastor, no. I said, no, go. To be a child of God is very easy. But to become a disciple, and that is the tax of the church to turn people from followers to becoming disciples. We need disciples. That is when you can live 
that righteous life. If you are struggling to live that righteous life, you are not yet a disciple. You are just a Christian. You are just a follower. But disciples don't struggle because they've been trained. They've been coached. They have been corrected. They have been rebuked. They have been um, um, chastised. They have been stretched. So by the time you are called a disciple, they are setting marks on you. A correct disciple will not drink alcohol. A correct disciple will not go to the nightclub. A correct disciple will not go for beach party. No, you won't get it. it it's not. You can see a follower there. You can see a Christian there. Oh, I mean, a Christian are very worldly. That's why you see these hip life artists. They are Christians. They go to church. You can't sack them. Chatawale can come to church. You can't sack him. He can decide, oh, from today I'm in Karis Temple. That is my church. You can't, you can't sack him. You can't, you can't do anything to him. He's also coming to church. But you see, when you refuse to grow to becoming a disciple, you cannot live a righteous life. And many people in the charismatic churches especially are not disciples. They are just Christians. They are just followers. But God is looking for disciples who will earn and wear that crown. I pray that you will become one of the people that Jesus will give the crown of righteousness. I thought you would say a bigger amen. Amen. A Christian lady who is a disciple cannot pierce all over her body. A Christian guy who is a disciple will not do this. No. Because you will go through something by the spirit. And by the time you are out of the oven of the spirit, your mindset will change. And people will start seeing you to be awkward. Ah, now oh, you're normal. Is everything okay with you? Do you do you have feelings at all? Are you sure you are normal? Are you sure? They'll be asking questions. Are you sure? Yeah? Ben, are you sure that you are okay? You don't look like you are a normal person. Are you sure this? Yeah, because your mind has been retuned. When you meet a serial bomber, the way they talk, you won't understand them. You, you call them foolish, but they have been trained. Like I was reading about the one of the, is it um, the rebel, this Syria uh, bombing, this, uh, yeah, the uh, leader. He killed himself. The dog was chasing. The U.S. used a dog to track him. A dog. And he bombed himself. You ask yourself, why do you kill yourself? When you go to their school, they will train you and they will teach you the benefit of killing yourself. And people allow themselves to be taught and they become. And they become disciples of that belief. You can allow yourself to be taught to be a Christian. And you become a Christian. 
wherever you are, may you become one. I said, may you become one. In the name of Jesus. We have always ridiculed this kind of people. When you see, hey, also, hey, also, hey, also, no, no. Also, also, for my man. We ridicule them. I know you're also. Also, you fit. You know, those things that I used to ridicule these people who, who try to live, they are trying to live a Christian life. We ridicule them. And some end up backsliding because they want to look like the rest. You can have that crown of righteousness if you want to. You can step out of love and sin. You can stay in tune with your faith in God. As you hold fast to your faith, you will take that crown in the name of Jesus. You see, this, this group of people, they have a conviction in God. They have a conviction and they don't bend it. There's a crown of righteousness. May you wait, oh, may you wait. God will reward us big time when we get to heaven and we qualify for this crown of righteousness. God has value for those who will qualify to wear this crown of righteousness. It's not easy. If I tell you it's easy, then I'm lying. But you need to fight. Look at what Paul said again. Let's, 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 um, let's go back to that scripture. 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 7 to 8. Quickly. This, 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 this kind of teaching, we don't rush it. So listen and write and to help you. He said, I have fought a good fight. There are some fights you shouldn't fight. Fight that will keep your faith alive is a good fight. He said, I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. Henceforth, there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, shall give me at that day. And not to only me, that means it's there, it's available for take. I pray that you will go for it also. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Holiness is rewarding. Righteous living is rewarding. Refuse to be added to the normal lifestyle of today's Christians. Refuse. There's a crown for those who will live righteous. And that day in heaven, it will be like an, it will be like an award night. And you see the people going for the crowd. Some people will be standing there. <laughs> like school. When they are giving awards. Best student in English. They've called that. Uh, they've called best student in mass. Best student in. Uh, you see that your parents are there. You, you are there. Now who will be? Live a righteous life and look forward for that crown. Number two, the incorruptible crown. The incorruptible crown. 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 24. To 27, the incorruptible crown. Know ye not that they which run in a race run all, 
but one receiveth the prize. So run that ye may obtain. Verse 25. And every man that striveth for the mastery is temperate, is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a corruptible, a, a corruptible crown. But we an incorruptible crown. Verse 27. Of, okay, verse 26 quickly. I therefore so run not as uncertainly, so fight I not as one that beateth the air. 27. But I keep under my body and bring it into subjection lest that by any means when I have preached to others, I myself should be a castaway. This is also called the victor's crown. That song that you sing. You are the victor's crown. You are the crown. You have a crown. That is it too. It's nice singing, but he said, but I keep my body under subject. That is the only time you can wear that victor's crown. This is a crown that will last forever. You must strive to wear this crown. Are you aware that you are running a race as a Christian? The Christian is not a the Christian Christianity is not competition. It's a race. You are running a race. If you don't finish it, you won't get this crown. And you are running the race with others. Please, are you following it? You must finish that race to get that incorruptible crown. There are a lot of things you have to give up to run this race well. Am I teaching well at all today? I'm, I'm just relaxed. I want it to sink into you. You know, I can start shouting. I'm good at it, but I'm teaching you a strong word. You can't run this race well if you don't give up some things. Have you seen athletes wearing suits and agbada to run before? <laughs> Hello? You see, uh, oh, is it Michael Jordan or oh, oh, same boots? No, it's a three-piece like the one I wore on Sunday. <laughs> Too many things will entangle and reduce his efficiency. You can run this race with certain excesses. Hmm. Am I teaching? The place is quiet too. Pastor is staring us. <laughs> they, they are almost always almost naked in the track because they must feel light. Nothing should be on them. They are literally naked. What are you carrying as excess baggage in this race? It will not let you end well. Oh. You have to let go of that spiritual agbada if you have to run effectively. 
Because this crown, the victor's crown, is not just given to everybody. You must finish that race. And some of the load on you, you can't, you can't be running with that suit on. No. You will end the race. There are some characters in us we must sacrifice. Some appetite, some desire. It's not every desire that you can go for. You can't have all your desires. No. If you have to run this race, don't follow your passion, not your feeling. Don't follow your emotions. Don't follow anything that drops in your head, no, you won't. Anytime you have a feeling that you are of your own, you are backsliding. You must always have a feeling that you are living for somebody. Yes. The life that I now live in my flesh or in my body, I don't live it for myself. I live it for him who died for me. So anytime you have that sense that, ah, why are they sitting on my happiness? this church, 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 church. Charlie, let me be free. You are backslided. Because the life you are living is not yours. That is why God can take it. If it's for you, nobody should be able to take it. And God is not a thief. So if he's taking it, it means it belongs to him. I thought you would <laughs> We worry ourselves too much with things that don't matter. Huh. Athletes have to train daily to keep fit. Look with you. You can't run. No. <laughs> you don't train. When we give you 100 meters, oh, to run you must train every day there's a race what type of training are you putting yourself in as a Christian we have not trained our sense of decision making we literally think like the world you literally take decisions that unbelievers will take when they are in the same situation. You have to train. It's not easy. It's not a daily song. You just wake up one day and you become a matured Christian. No, 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 no. It's, it's a complex. Even how the things you should hear, you have to train your ears to filter it with your Christian belief. Athletes train every day. They don't eat what they like to eat. They eat what they must eat. That is why some of you are getting pot belly. Do you know why? Because you eat late in the night. You have not disciplined yourself that after 9 p.m., after 8 p.m., I'm not eating anything carbohydrate. You just can't control yourself. You go tonight and you are going to eat two balls of cake. 
Omukoji rice, rice, fried plantain and chicken. <laughs> and they will add coke. <laughs> you do that gradually, you see that your belly starts coming out. Indiscipline. <laughs> it's indiscipline. Athletes don't choose the type of, um, they are even denied social life. Very effective, top notch athletes. You don't see them. That's why when they appear in supermarket, people gather around them. They want to take pictures because you. You won't see them outside. You see, always seeing them training, jogging. You see them in the track. You are, you are everywhere. <laughs> Am I teaching you something? You want the victor's crown? You must take your Christian life serious. You must take your destiny serious because. If you don't take it serious, you can never finish this race well. Many Christians may never, never finish this race well. They will never. Never. We easily lose focus. The race is difficult. It's difficult. Especially now, Assuming you are unemployed, you will be tempted with many compromises. I know. Many. Some of you are working, so you don't understand. <laughs> but those who are unemployed, they, they are in a, a time of their life that they can easily switch in this our time. Especially the ladies. You go for an interview, the last level, the Z will say, meet me here. If you drop your skirt, you get a the job. Then they will show you the thousands of dollars, your remunerations, your car. You'll be traveling, your salary. And you look at your, for three years, you have been home. You trust God to eat every day. You have even given your bodies to some ruffians. And now you see the devil speaking to you. This is a polished CEO. Just one night. And you'll be earning 6,000 Ghana every month. Full allowance, clothing allowance. Are you a fool? Say the victor's crown. I will wear it in the name of Jesus. Give the Lord a mighty clap of hand. They can't choose the type of weight they want to. They have to be even boxing. Before your fight, you go for weighing. If you have exceeded the weight, you won't fight. You'll be disqualified. Who knows that? You see that they go away and they'll be standing there. If you go in your tomorrow, they'll give you two weeks to reduce. If you don't reduce, the match is cancelled. Child of God, grace life 
isn't a careless life. You can be filled with the Holy Ghost and still get HIV. And the virus will not die. Because you were careless. And, uh, you, are, you are above those who get 30, 40 years, even 35, and you are still eating sugar. You get sugar diabetes. You are still eating sugar. Huh? Indiscipline. Now we eat sugar. So, coconut sugar and democra, I won't find big cow. We are now going to buy sugar, labor, sugar. I cannot be sick. I cannot be sick. You are eating sugar. <laughs> I'm not serious. In other words, they don't live like how they wish they live. If you want that incorruptible crown, don't live the way you want to live. Live the way God wants you to live to get the victor's crown. There are some sacrifices you need to make to finish this race. Just as we respect reigning champions, boxing champions, football club champions, so also when you get to heaven, Jesus will respect you for finishing the race he has committed into your hands. May you be one of the people who will wear this particular crown in heaven. Number three, the crown of life. The crown of life. The crown of life. This type of crown is very unique. If, if they were ranking from first to five, this crown would be number one. Do you know why? It is called the Matthias crown. Hmm. Those who die, for, they physically die for the kingdom. Be hmm. die and go. Jesus himself will be wearing that crown. Peter, all the apostles who were roasted, killed, the disciples who were chewed by lions. Hmm. So this crown, so we have, this is the third one. The first one is what? The crown of righteousness. The second crown is what? Or the incorruptible crown or the victor's crown. The third one is the crown of life. Revelation 2.10. Quickly, let me just compress them and finish it today. Fear none of those things which thou hast suffered. Thou shalt suffer. Behold, the devil shall cast some of you into prison, that ye may be tried. This is Jesus speaking of. And ye shall have tribulations ten days. Be thou faithful unto death, and I will give thee a crown of life. Jesus promises to give those who will suffer hardship, tribulation, and physical death for his sake. People who die for their belief in Jesus are people who wear this crown. Who they stood, they said, deny Christ and live. Or defend Christ and die. And they stood by the event of it. These are people who wear this crown. A crown of life. 
I'm praying that you will not find yourself in such a situation. But if you find yourself in such a situation, don't deny your faith. Die for your faith. They will say amen. <laughs> this should be the greatest crown that will be given to people. People who die like Kate Green. Oh Lord, you are beautiful. You are 29 years. The missionary, Livingston, who came to Africa. One of them was killed. You know how he was killed? They, they tortured him, tortured him, tortured him, put his leg in firewood for hours. After that, then they killed the cow and pushed the whole human being into the cow and sold it and kept him there until he died. These are people who are going to wear the crown of life. All these Chinese Christians, the the government is killing. They're going to wear the crown of life. Not everybody will wear it. (laughs) Until you die, you suffer, you face tribulation, and you are killed. All these Christians, Boko Haram, went to kill. If they are true Christians, they will wear the crown. The place is quiet. What a teaching. <laughs> it's very unusual of you, but now you should be clapping. Right? But you are quiet. You are thinking. And the maminku will be So, if you want to commit suicide, I recommend this one for you. Just travel to Arab and go and stand by the road. Jesus Christ is the Lord. Muhammad is not the Lord. They will kill you fast. You get the crown. It's better they kill you than you kill yourself. Give the Lord a mighty clap of it. <laughs> Number four, the crown of rejoicing. The crown of rejoicing. The crown of rejoicing. First Thessalonians chapter 2 verse 19 to 20. First Thessalonians chapter 2 verse 19 to 20. For what is our hope or joy or crown of rejoicing? Are not even ye in the presence of our Lord Jesus Christ at his coming? Verse 20. For ye are our glory and our joy. This crown is called the soul winner's crown. The soul winner's crown. So you see, all the crowns I'm talking about, it's not by faith. It's not by grace. It's works. So you'll be, be there. And just be working to build your house and get your money and drive your big cars. You, you enjoy corruptible rewards. But we are looking for incorruptible rewards. This particular crown, the crown of rejoicing, is called the crown or the soul witness crown. Those who will win souls for Jesus, they will wear this crown. So, have you seen that you can be a Christian eh, and you will not get any of the crown? Hello? Yeah. They are Christian, they won't get. They won't live holy. <laughs> they will not finish their race. If you backslide as a Christian and enter into another faith, 
you cannot get the, the crown of the victor's crown. You don't get it. The crown of life, the Matthias, and this crown is for the soul winner. Paul is, is, is calling the souls he has won his joy and his glory. What is your joy? See, I worry we are. I break through. I break through. God. My brain. That is your joy. The car you buy, 2 a.m., you open the window. Oh, God. Your faithfulness, son. When your employment letter comes, that is your joy. Paul was saying that when we won you into the kingdom, you never went back. You were in the presence of the Lord. That crown will be given to soul winners. I want you to see, you must have 12 disciples in this church. Jude, how many do you have now? People in the church that are here because you want them. Two. Bene, how many? She. Olivia. She. Oga. One. Who? Your wife. Oh. I'm a prophet. Emefa, how many? She. Emilia. She. Sandra. How many? She. Lucy. One. Who? 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 Ben. Which of the Bens? Okay. My friend. She. Mousy. She. 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 Ima. Hey. How many? Three. You said? They come on Sunday. So you have, you see, the first shall be last. And the last, he, he just joined the church. He has three. That's scripture. The first shall be last. <laughs> the last shall be first. My brother. She. Sewa. Don't say your children. She. 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 Bless one who? Eh? Which one? Ella. Who? Eh? Kwame. Ah. So one pet. Eddie? She. 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 Sewa? Two. Rama? She. She. And you want to wear the crown of right uh, of rejoicing? Have that passion. Mama, how many? She. I didn't say smart. <laughs> we don't desire something. We don't. Maybe you didn't know. But in heaven, these are the things that will be happening. Crowns. 
And you see, you don't just wear crowns. When you wear crowns, you know what it means. And it will be distinguished though. You'll be distinguished. You become a ruler. You know, when we go to heaven, we'll come back and rule the world. And Jesus will be giving places. I'll be standing by, I'll be showing him, I want Columbus or Ohio, Washington, that place. Maybe you want to come and reign at Sakumono Village, Choco, uh, uh, and those things. Columbus, Washington, Dallas, Virginia. <laughs> Birmingham. In those places. You come back and rule, and people will be um, 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 captains of ten thousands and those things. And that time, if you're a captain of 10 people, you see that life will not be sweet for you because it's for life. No other life is to come again. Now you have chance to improve yourself. But when we enter that one, permanent. This crown will be going to those who have participated in the winning of souls for the kingdom. Yesterday, a man called me. He said, I was going, a pastor is going to preach for, uh, I think Pastor Galga was going to preach for somebody in the upper west. So he told me, so he's uh, going to preach for an ICGC church and he mentioned the name. I said, oh, that pastor, that Zebila pastor, okay, I know him. He said, hey, you know him? I said, yeah, but he said, oh, yeah, he has spoken about you. He said, when he grows up, he wants to preach like you. He wants a church like yours. And, he's, and I said, yeah, I know him. The speakers he's using there. Gave it to him. He said, hey! So he thinks he's going to travel there. My seat has gone there years. Hmm. Hmm. Those who have stood with pastors to win establish and build souls in the church, you will have that crown. This crown will be given only to those who want souls for Jesus. This crown will be given to those believers committed to kingdom endeavors when they were on earth. Are you part of the end time soul harvest team of Jesus? Have that passion. Win a soul. You need that crown. You need that crown. Have you been burdened with soul winning for the church? Every year we grow, but who brought that soul that grew the church? Is it you? Which church? Which soul have you brought? Last year, by this time, teaching service is like three rows. This year, it's like two more have been added. Next year, two more may be added or more. Will your soul be one of those people who will fill those two or three rows? In our materialistic, self-centered world today, many believers are simply too busy to help God. They are too busy to do the things of God. All we want is challenge after school, marriage, building, land, children, 
car, money, business. Ha! We won't take one of this away. But the souls we win will follow us to heaven. I pray. The crown of righteousness is going to be given to soul winners. May you receive the crown of rejoicing will be given to soul winners. May you be one of them in the name of Jesus. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. The last crown, the crown of glory, the crown of glory, the crown of glory. First Peter chapter 5 verse 1 to 4. The elders which are among you are exalted who am also an elder and a witness of the sufferings of Christ and also a partaker of the glory that shall be revealed. Verse 2. Feed the flock of God which is among you, taking the oversight thereof, not by constraint, but willingly, not for filthy liquor. You see, those pastors who are doing business with the church, God will punish them. You don't even need to say amen. It's there. They are using church for business. How do you parade all those cars? For what? It's nonsense. Where do you get them from? Have you thought about it? When you do ministry to become rich, God will punish you. Yeah. You can ask the account people if I wanted to be a rich pastor, oh, by now I become rich. My totons are sitting But every time when the money comes, we think about the church. There is so much demand for fees, for projects. You, you hardly get a breathing space. Some pastors don't care. They didn't give birth to you. Your father is there. Go and join <laughs> But we have a burden. We also do ministry for money. God is looking for them. And that day he will ask them. They will not get the crown of glory. And they may even lose their place in heaven. If you see a pastor, you see, we have neglected the voice of the spirit. When you meet a man of God and he carries the spirit of God, your spirit will bear witness. But we don't follow you too. So far as I can get my miracle. <laughs> miracle. That's all. But you must sense it. You must have that inner witness. That this one. When you watch them on television, no prophet must tell you that this one, mm, this one, mm, this one, mm, your spirit must. And sometimes your spirit tells you, but still, consent. 
for filthy lucre. Because of them, a lot of things, you, we cannot even do pastor's appreciation. Because people say, oh, the pastors want to take money and chop. So like two, three years, I've not even done my birthday celebration. Because when you see what they are doing, you see them do dress cuckoo too. Where are they going? <laughs> when they are passing, there's squad that are following them. Who is going to kill you? Who has time for you? They have not read this part. He said, he said, feed the flock of God which is among you, taking oversight thereof, not by constraint, but willingly, not for filthy liquor, but of ready mind. Verse 3. Neither has been lost over God's heritage, but being examples to the flock. We don't like it all. We don't like it like this. I remember telling somebody, this guy is fake. He didn't mind me. Now he's saying, I'm going nowhere again. If they have deposited evil in you already, how will we know? And they are around plenty when they lay hands on you. When somebody lays, there's a gate in everybody's palm. That's why when you meet the suitcase, they say, open your palms. They look at it, they see your life. So spiritually, there's a gate. So when somebody lays his hands, Elijah told Elijah, I want a double of your spirit, not your anointing. So when somebody lays his hands on you, you take everything. <laughs> Are you here? Let me end. Go to four. And when the chief shepherd, so there is part, there is a pastor above every pastor, and that is Jesus. And that chief shepherd shall appear, and he shall receive a crown of glory that faded not. So this crown will be given to faithful pastors, faithful servants of God, the crown of glory. Faithful, maybe you are a head of a department. Faithful, you are, you are in a choir. You are serving. Faithful, you will get this crown of glory. Every faithful, say good and what? Good and what? Yeah. This one is not by faith. You don't take it by impartation. I take, you are not going to be good. You can't pray for the crown of glory. It won't come. Your, your works. Your works. That is why when you know these things and I preach certain messages, you see that, no, I'm helping you to gain some crowns in heaven. Rise up on your feet.